0: Yuma Perik Aleph Mishneches. bekriya or Samuklo. Every day of the year they would do what's called the Trumas that's removing of of a little bit of ashes from the pyre on the Mizbech. And they would take those ashes from yesterday's burning of the Olos and put it at next to the Mizbech on the right hand side, excuse me, on the on the eastern side on the floor. Over there. It's the right if you're facing up the looking up the ramp towards the Mizbech. Now, this is not to be confused, please, with the hotsas Sadeshin, the removal of the ashes from time to time. According to Ramam, every day they remove the excess ashes from the top of the mizbeach to make room for new things. That's not what we're talking about over here. What we're talking about over here. The truma hadeshen is a, it's a mitzvah from the Torah. The pasuk says, "It's a pasuk in Vayikra, Perik vav Mishnah Gimel, Vaharim esah asher tochal ha'esh esah ola ale mizbeach etzal mizbeach." you will lift up, true melushin, It means like the, to elevate something, a little bit of the ashes from yesterday that were consumed on the fire, from the ola offering, a on the altar, and you'll put it beside the altar itself. So this, this is a avodah to itself, we'll learn more about that also in a moment. The point is, um, it happened every day, and the normal time for doing it was close to the time of, of Kriyas HaGever. Now Kriyas HaGever it's a in the Gemara between Rav and Rav Shila. According to Rav, we're talking about the gever is a person, a crier. If you recall, we had in the 5th parak of Masech Eshgalim, we talked about how there was this fellow named Gavini, who was the crows. He was the crier who'd wake them up. So according to Rav, we're talking about a person who wake people up. According to Rav Shila, it is the rooster, which is crowing. And there's actually machlokas we showed separately. Separately, when this was according to Rashi, it's a little before alosah shachar. First light, according to Rambam, it's a little bit after alosah shachar. But at all events, the Mishnah itself says they would do the truma sedeshin at Kriyasa or some around that time. So in any case, around the time of alosah shachar, let's call it 72 minutes before the sunrise, that's when they do truma Sedation normally. Be'en bein the la'achrov, whether a little before or a little after, the Kriya Segevra. But, on Yom Kippur, they redid the Truma Sedeshan from midnight. That is, yeah. Now, there's a machlokas I told you before in the previous Mishnah whether the Kohen Gadol had to do it because the Kohen Gadol had to do all the avodas that were done on Yom Kippur. But there's a, a Mechlokas in him if Avodah done at night, like the Truma Sedeshan, counts as one of the avodas that Kohen Gadol must do. So either he did it or other Kohen did it. Um, in all events the reason why we're doing it at night at midnight is according to Bartonora we want to give the Kohen Gadol time to rest again we're concerned that he's going to run out of energy um, remember he's fasting and doing a lot of work today so we want to space out his work um, according to the Peshat that other Kohen are doing it still we need to make sure that the Kohen Gadol can start immediately at Alosa Shachar with his Avoda of the Shechit HaSatam etc because um, it's going to be a long day and he's fasting etc now part of the Truma Sadeshan is to also go to the ashes there, and make sure that all of the meat that was offered yesterday is fully burned. So what could happen is the fire might have died down, some meat might not, not get burned, and you have to sort of stir the coals and move things around to make sure that the rest of the meat from yesterday gets burned as well. So that could delay things. Therefore, we're going to make sure this happens early so we're sure we're ready to go with the Shita, the slaughtering of the Talmud shalshacha, the morning daily offering, come Alot Shoshachah. The mission continues and says, Uveragalim. On the Gimel Ragalim, the three pilgrimage festivals, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkos, Ma'ashmura HaRishona, from the first watch. Now, this is referring to the fact that the night is divided into three, let's call them celestial watches, when the Malachim change guard. Each one has their own third of the night to to sing their songs, do their praise. And what this really means is that there's different... Um, Hanhagas, the way in which Hashem interacts with the world is different through different parts of the evening, night time. So the first third of the night is called the Ashmura Rishona. That is, if you imagine that the night starts at 6 p.m. and ends at 6 a.m. So then Chatzos, midnight, will be at 12 midnight. But the end of the first Ashmura would be, say, at 10 p.m., four hours into the night, the third of the night. So already by the third of the night, we're already doing the chumasadashan if we're talking about um, one of the Regalim, because we want it to be ready for the a, to the crowd should be impressed. We should have a nice big tapuach. We want to arrange things. Like there's a big mound of ashes in the middle of the altar so that when the people come, they'll be impressed and see how active our is. And also, we have so many korbanos to bring on Yom Tov because every single Jew who shows up has to bring Olus Ru'iya, Chagiga. It's a busy time, busy season, and therefore we want to make sure that the basic and is are ready to go come the earliest possible time to do the Shechit of the Tamid. At the Los Shachar, and therefore we get things done ready early, and then people will be impressed when they come. By the time that Kriya Segever arrives, again, say it wouldn't happen on the Rigalim until there are Jews filling up the Azara, the temple courtyard, because they want to see the activities and they want to bring their korbanos. So we want to have everything ahead, ready long ahead of time for them on the Rigalim.